All right. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining me for another episode. Happy podcast day. Um, talking today about some conference realignment. And then for the umpteenth time, we're going to talk about some emails. All right. So conference realignment. Um, stuff is happening down here in Texas. This is something that um, I thought I would be talking about maybe a few weeks ago. Um, didn't get a chance to do it. Some other stuff came up, but uh, posted about it, <clears throat> I think sometime before Christmas. Um, was talking about a lot of stuff then with some with some coaches. Um, and like I said, been on my radar for a few weeks and, and kind of just getting around to, to talking about it. But um, <clears throat> I do think this is, uh, there's some recruiting stuff. Uh, that's going to stem from from all this happening. And so I definitely think that it's important to talk about. Plus, it just affects volleyball in general. Okay, so <clears throat> so so what's happening? Um, uh, the Southland Conference is is getting blown up. Okay, so that's 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 the, the first thing. And, and we'll, we'll dive into that. But Southland Conference Division One getting blown up. Okay. Um, I think this is a good thing uh, for Texas volleyball as a whole um, and, and <clears throat> bringing back the relevance of the WAC volleyball conference, I think is a good thing as well. Um, <clears throat> so if you, if you didn't see the article that I posted a couple weeks ago, um, this is, this is basically um, what's happening. Um, the Southland conference is going to get cut in half and I'm going to go through each, each of these schools and every conference. So you guys kind of uh, know what's going on. Um, but we'll, we'll start with the Southland cause they're the, they're the, they're the ones that are being kind of most affected here. Okay. So, um, going through the, the schools, um, in, in the Southland, you've got SFA leaving, they're going to join the WAC central Arkansas. Um, they are leaving. They're actually joining the ASUN. Okay. Which is a whole nother issue. And now they're going to be removed from Texas. So, uh, love my friends over there at Central Arkansas, but we're not going to talk about them probably anymore. Um, Houston Baptist staying, Corpus Christi staying, Abilene Christian um, joining the WAC, McNeese staying, New Orleans staying, um, Nichols uh, staying, Northwestern State staying, Sam Houston leaving, joining the WAC, Southeastern Louisiana staying, Incarnate Word staying, and Lamar leaving. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so uh, and based on um, the the preseason poll that just came out today, or I just saw it today, maybe it came out a couple of days ago, but I just saw it today on Instagram, three of the four teams voted in the Southland Conference preseason poll at the top. So three of the top four teams um, in the conference are all leaving. Okay. And that was um, SFA, Central Arkansas, and Sam Houston. Um, Corpus, I think, was second or third. I can't remember. Um, <clears throat> I don't have that in front of me at the moment. But um, So you've got SFA leaving, Sam Houston leaving, Abilene Christian leaving, and Lamar all um, leaving the Southland. Central Arkansas um, is leaving and joining the ASON. I believe that's next year. So the rest of these schools that are joining the WAC um, are are. are their first year in the WAC will be 2022. So we still got um, a little bit to go in there. So, so the WAC now in Texas, okay, um, looks like this. You've got SFA, Sam Houston, um, Abilene Christian, Lamar, and then you've got 
um, Tarleton, which just joined the WAC, okay, um, as, a, as a Division II transitioning Division One. You've got um, RGV, Rio Grande Valley um, in Texas um, in the WAC. And so you've got um, quite a, 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 um, a chunk of schools now in the WAC that are from Texas, which um, I think is is really going to be a, a positive piece for the WAC for sure. And I think for these schools that are leaving the Southland, I definitely think it's going to be um, positive. Okay, so um, in, in the WAC, uh, just for those of you guys that don't know, you got Cal Baptist. Um, they are a Division II uh, school, or sorry, were a Division II school. They're going through their Division I transition, Cal Baptist. Um, Chicago State, which is really kind of the outlier in the WAC. Um, and some of the coaches that I talked to um, thought that they were going to go away and join another conference, you know, the conference that Chicago, Illinois is in, um, UIC, some of those others that are actually in that region. Um, but Chicago State's kind of always been the outlier um, from, from my understanding. So who knows? Um, Dixie State, another school going through this Division One transition, Grand Canyon, uh, New Mexico State. Um, Seattle, uh, Tarleton, RGV, Utah Valley. And then, like I said, now you've got SFA, Sam Houston, Abilene Christian, and Lamar. Okay, so you're adding those those schools. Um, there's one more uh, that's joining, and I think it's just for football or, or part of football. I can't remember another school that's joining the WAC, um, but they're not in Texas. So we won't talk about them um, as much. But, uh, but I think you've got a really good um, – chunk of, 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 of volleyball programs now, um, joining the WAC. I think it's going to, I think it's going to make, um, the WAC, the WAC better, um, in my opinion. Okay. Um, Tarleton is an interesting conversation because, uh, when they first announced they were joining the WAC, um, I thought it was insane, uh, you know, cause they're flying everywhere and, and there's not a, a airport in Tarleton. So you got to drive an hour and a half just to get to an airport. Uh, or not a, a, an airport in, in Stephenville. Um, so you got to drive an hour and a half just to get to an airport and fly everywhere, which is a logistical nightmare. Um, for those of us coaches that have ever done something like that, um, it would just be a pain. And now the, the move looks genius, right? Because um, now the way it's set up is you're going to have an east and west um, in the WAC, uh, again, potentially. And, and the east is going to be mostly all Texas schools from, from the conversations that I had. Um, and, and, and I think that Tarleton knew that these other schools were going to get invited or asked to get added, or they were in the mix all along when Tarleton joined the WAC. Cause like I said, the, the move doesn't make a ton of sense, um, from the onset, from the onset and kind of makes, um, the WAC even crazier than it was before. But now with these other Texas, um, schools joining the WAC, um, the move kind of looks genius. Um, and again, I think these conversations were were part of um, the, the 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 process because this this isn't like uh, you know the president you know randomly says okay we're going to invite these schools and this is the first that those schools have heard about it right so these conversations as as someone who's kind of looked at it from the outside um, going through this process before um, th these are conversations that happen you know months and years ahead of time 
um, possibly from from the actual the actual invite uh, actual invite. Okay, so um, <clears throat> I think this is a win win at least for volleyball. I don't I, my perspective of other sports and football and all that kind of stuff. Um, there, there's definitely some 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 bummers when it comes to all of these programs leaving uh, the Southland as far as football and, and joining the WAC. Um, I, th- I think it makes, um, you know, a, a resurgence of, of whack volleyball, which I think is great, whack football, which I think is good. Um, so I think it's a win-win. I think it's it's a win for the whack. I think it's a win for these schools that are joining the WAC. Um, I think it's a good situation um, for everybody. I think the WAC gets better, um, and, and volleyball programs making this move are, are going to improve. Um, you know, I think when you, when you start reaching outside of your – um, maybe media area and recruiting and, 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 ex- and expanding your um, region, so to speak, and expanding your outreach and, and where your brand can go. Um, I, I think it's going to be a positive thing. And, and for those of those of you that are, you know, my age or ish, um, you know, you remember the, the prominence of WAC volleyball back in the day with Boise State and Hawaii and those type of schools that were in the WAC at that time. Um, you know, I, 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 again, I, I don't know if it's Boise State, Hawaii, but it, I think it makes uh, whack volleyball better and makes whack volleyball um, a, uh, a a definite um, st- uh, staple now, and, and definitely helps the whack brand from a volleyball perspective. Um, and I, th- I think it'll help recruiting. I mean, not that you know some of these schools had a hard time in the South in recruiting. Obviously, SFA has been um, you know top tier. Uh, they were top thirty school. Um, you know, last year, and I think we'll continue on that trend. Um, but I, I, it's only going to help recruiting, right? With with a, a little bit bigger brand, um, uh, conference wise. Um, so where does this leave uh, the Southland? Okay, so who you're left with in the conference? You've got Houston Baptist, Corpus Christi, which doesn't have football, by the way. Um, McNeese, New Orleans, Nichols, Northwestern State. Southeastern Louisiana and Incarnate Word. So you've got eight schools, okay, which which eight schools isn't bad. It's an even number, uh, which is always good because we have this crazy notion that everything has to be travel partners. Um, I, I, that's a whole other rant for another day. But um, but we've got eight schools. Um, you're left with only, what, one, two, three, three of those schools in Texas. The other five are um, Louisiana. Am I right? Uh, Houston Baptist, Texas, Corpus Christi, Texas, uh, McNeese, Louisiana, New Orleans, Louisiana, Nichols, Northwestern State, Southeastern, and Incarnate Word. Yes, you got three Texas schools, five Louisiana schools, right? Um, So that's who's left uh, in the Southland. Now, the, the, the conversation that, that happens next is what you have left really in the Southland as far as an administrative perspective um, from, from my point of view. Again, not, I'm not attacking my coaching friends at all, um, but you're left with a lot of status quo teams, right? Not coaches, but administrations, okay? So these schools, you know, aren't necessarily out there trying to increase their brand, um, out there trying to reach outside of their, their region, anything like that. You've got the, the minimum facilities. Um, you know, and this is my, it has always been my argument, like, you know, a division two schools facility doesn't worse. It's not worse than a division one schools facility. Okay. Um, so, so 
uh, you're left with a lot of the status quo quo teams when it comes to budget and travel and, and things like that. Um, and so what are they going to do next? Um, what is the Southland Conference going to do next? Um, are they going to be okay with the teams that they have? Are they going to be okay with these eight teams? Um, again, you got Corpus that doesn't have football. Um, when you lost, you lose SFA, Sam Houston. Um, you lost some big football brands. Um, you know, ACU is is in a similar boat. Um, I think in some ways they just built that new football stadium. They're redoing their their basketball arena, um, which I had thought originally was because their their men's basketball coach won a conference uh, championship, which is great uh, for Joe. Um, but when when I saw this announcement with with the whack piece, I went, oh, because now ACU is going to be trying to compare itself to Grand Canyon and um that'll be it's not really even a, a comparison when it comes to the amount of money that's pumped into the athletics there at, at grand canyon compared to acu so um that'll be that'll be interesting um, because acu is no longer comparing itself to uh, an incarnate word when it comes to uh, you know private uh christian school in texas or an hbu now you're comparing yourself to cal baptist and grand canyon right so um that that perspective looks a lot different i think for those schools so but but with who's left um uh, in, in the Southland, are they going to try to add teams? Are they going to, and try, uh, try and increase their, um, their, their marketing in some other, other places. Okay. Um, in my opinion, they shouldn't be okay with the eight teams that they have, in my opinion. Um, my first instinct was that they should add, um, some Lone Star Conference teams to the Southland. Um, Again, the Southland Conference is, is, is a conference that has its roots in Texas, um, and yet most of the people here in in around Texas haven't haven't heard of the Southland. They don't know that they're Division One, um, and part of that is because you know we don't always understand the difference and what Division One looks like. We always think Division One is LSU and Texas A and M. When it's when it's not, there's a huge variance um, there between Division One schools, um, and so. Uh, I think as a, from from a conference perspective, if you're really trying to keep your brand a Division One um, brand and market that, um, I think I think you need to add more schools than what you have. Um, and whether they do that or not, I don't know. Um, but but I think again, you have you have a, a, a conference that has its roots here in Texas, and there's a lot of people here in Texas. Um, that just don't don't know the Southland exists, okay, or don't know that they're Division One, right? At least from a volleyball perspective, maybe that looks different at some other places. But um, from a volleyball perspective, it's like, what? Who's in the Southland, right? That was, I got asked that question all the time. <laughs> um, okay, so let's let's go look at some of these. Uh, again, my my first instinct is, hey, Lone Star Conference, Lone Star Conference schools should should come and join um, the Southland, right? So let's look at Lone Star Conference, okay? Uh, if you don't know anything about Lone Star Conference, Division II um, conference, really competitive for sure in, in the region um, uh, from, from volleyball perspective. But you've got one, two, three, six, uh, 12. So you've got 18 schools, 18 schools in the Lone Star Conference. I That to me is insane. It's too many. OK, um, and, and maybe it's not too many. I don't know. Um, but I think you've got a few no-brainers that could that could definitely come and, and join the Southland from a from a competitive standpoint, uh, facilities, quote unquote, maybe some of that kind of stuff. Um, you know, Angelo State is one that pops up um, as a 
as a uh, no-brainer, I guess, in my mind. Um, and facilities-wise, Angelo State could walk into the Lone Star Conference and have the best facilities, right? Um, you know, WT has always been competitive at Division Two. Are they looking to make a jump? Um, you know, you've got several other kind of small private schools that are similar to an incarnate word, like Lubbock Christian, St. Edwards, um, DBU, um, you know, those type of schools. Um, I think Arkansas Fort Smith is an interesting uh, 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 take because they've got great facilities, um, really well-funded um, athletically. I think that's an interesting one. Um, <clears throat> Texas A&M Commerce, I think, is another one. Um, really good football program. Um, uh, you know, Midwestern State is another one. Uh, I would say UT Tyler because I think that uh, they've got kind of the the branding that they they could make that move, but they're still in their Division Two transition, I think. Um, and and but they've been pumping a lot of money in that, in that program. So so I I definitely think there's several schools um, on this Lone Star Conference list that would make sense. Again, in my opinion. Um, but whether or not those those schools in the Southland now or who's going to be left in the Southland now are going to are going to tow that status quo line and be like, we're good with eight um, uh, or they're going to want to add maybe a couple of these schools um, to that list um, to keep some of those markets in Texas. Um, right. You know, when you when you're talking about the Texas market for Southland, you've only got Corpus Christi. You've got. um You've lost, uh, sorry, Corpus Christi. You've got Incarnate Word. Um, and then you have, uh, who's the last one? I can't think of who the last one is. Um, there's another one. Anyway, brain fart. Uh, but will they? Okay. Um, will will the Southland reach out to add some more schools? Um, now, the, 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 the question here for the Lone Star Conference is for some of these schools, um, some of, at least from a volleyball perspective, uh, you've got schools and programs that think that they're better than the Southland, um, which in my mind is a ridiculous argument because there's there's no way to compare, right? Um, maybe some of these teams play each other in the spring, um, but we all know that the spring doesn't matter. Um, those matches count for zero. Um, and so we really don't have an actual comparison to whether or not um, some of these programs in the Lone Star Conference are better than the Southland. Um, I, and And... There's definitely some programs that are better than some schools in the Southland, but kind of, you know you got to look at it as a as a whole um, to really be able to make that argument. Okay, second, um, and this has been I, I've talked about this with Division Two. Okay, um, that that D two schools need to market yourself as a Division Two school. Okay, um, you choose Division Two, right? Like I said, you you say that at the beginning of every single home match. There's some sort of Division Two thing. We are this, and you know whatever. Um, and so I, I don't think that you can make the argument that that you say, oh, you know, we compare ourselves as a mid-major division one school um, or, or we're like a mid-major one. We're like like a mid-major division one school um, comparing yourself to all these schools and then turning around and saying you're better than all these schools. Like, I don't I don't think that's an argument that you can make very well, in, in my opinion. Um, so I, I think. For the Southland to stay relevant and for sure in Texas, I think they need to add some 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 of these Lone Star Conference schools to um, to the Southland. Uh, again, whether or not they do that, I don't know. Um, and and I, I honestly don't think it hurts the quote unquote brand to add Division two schools to the program. I mean, look just look at what just happened to um, 
to the whack, right? They had Tarleton, Cal Baptist, Dixie State. Now they just got Sam Houston, SFA, ACU, and Lamar, right? Um, and, and so I, I don't think that it, it is going to hurt uh, the brand of the South any more than it uh, than it already uh, is hurt um, to, to add some of these schools. And again, I think there's some schools that, that make sense to add. Um, obviously I'm looking at it from a very narrow perspective. Um, and I can admit that for sure. I don't know all the parts and pieces to all of it, but, um, just as an, as an outsider, um, talking about my sport, there's definitely some things that, that would make sense in my opinion. Um, so, the, but, but the whole, you know, we don't want to be a division two conference. Uh, I mean, there was a thing when, when ACU and incarnate word joined the Southland, they made this really funky schedule because they didn't want to play two quote unquote division two schools, you know, twice for the season or something ridiculous. And it, and it had zero impact and zero bearing on anything. Um, as far as like your RPI and stuff like that for, for the conference as a whole. So just, it's it's little arguments like that that people will throw out there that just that, that don't make any actual um, sense. So so I don't buy uh, if the Southland is like we don't want to add Division two schools, more Division two schools to our you know whatever. Um, it, it's not going to hurt the Southland. It's not going to hurt them marketing. It's not going to hurt them um, RPI wise and all that kind of stuff. So like I said, look at what the WAC just did. They've got uh, three quote unquote division two schools. And then they just added four more, um, win-win schools to the WAC. So it's, it's a really, really good, um, a really good thing. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, recruiting wise, I think this is going to have an impact because, um, uh, these schools now their, their reach is going to be bigger, um, for these WAC schools that, that aren't in Texas right now. Um, increasing their range as far as recruiting goes and, and being able to pull more kids from Texas maybe than they did in the past. Um, and for these schools uh, that are that are in the Southland and joining the WAC, it's only going to benefit their recruiting. Um, and so I think you're going to see these schools kind of pulling, trying to pull athletes from some bigger pools and kind of working themselves up the triangle a little bit. Um, in order to, to grab some, some bigger athletes and, and more physical athletes and, and things like that. So, um, I, again, I think it's a win-win, um, and, and it definitely will have an impact on recruiting on both sides, on this side and, and, and for them. So, uh, definitely something to keep an eye, at, eye on, especially if you're a, uh, if you are a Texas volleyball, uh, college, uh, person and fan. So, so let's get into some, uh, recruiting stuff. Okay, so this is my my soapbox uh, right now. Um, here in North Texas region, uh, they just played a tournament last weekend. It was kind of the first NTR tournament seeding, whatever they call it. Um, and, and and I need to see more emails. Um, so if you are you are a client of mine, if you uh, you know are in from one of the the clubs that I work with, um, then uh, you know. I need to see more emails, CC on more emails, see more messages, go out of sports recruits, whatever that looks like for you. You've got to send more um, stuff out there. I talk to colleges, college coaches all the time. Like Jason, we need to hear from kids. Jason, we need to hear from kids. Jason, we need to hear from kids. And I say it here, I say it in my blog, I say it online on my social media. Like we have got to get better at reaching out to schools and throwing your name in front of them. Okay. We, you, we've just started the club season. Um, and, and this goes for 
2023, 2024, right? Um, definitely an emphasis on the 22 and the 23 athletes. Um, 24, we can throw them in there too as far as, hey, start start making this a habit. Uh, th- this is a, a good way, a good time for you to create some, some habits when it comes to recruiting. Get used to sending out some emails. Put something on your calendar. Put something in your phone to where you're sending a few emails each week, um, every other day, send five, you know, something um, to where you're getting consistent and you're more used to it. Um, you know, one of the things is I, I, you know, start working with, with juniors and seniors and they, and they just, they haven't been sending emails regularly. And so it's, it's very, uh, discomforting, I think for them to be doing it on a regular basis. Um, but for, for you, younger athletes, parents of younger athletes, um, freshman, sophomore year, start sending emails. Um, and, 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 and we have to also stop worrying about doing it wrong. Okay. Um, doing it is better. Uh, than not doing it at all, even if you do it a little bit wrong. Okay. So um, don't worry if your email is not perfect. Don't worry if your film is not perfect. Okay. Your name popping up, name, position, grad year, club that you're playing for, your, your jersey number in there somewhere, those things, anytime you can ping a coach. Okay. I talk about contacts all the time. Like we need contacts more. Um, so send more emails, send more messages. If you're texting coaches every week, that's fantastic. Please keep doing that. Um, but anytime, if, you, if you're one of my kids in my small circle, my big circle, um, if you're one of my athletes, you know, CC me on every single thing that you send out. Um, you know, you get a, or, or if you're not one of mine, you're listening and you've got a recruiting coordinator um, at your club that's helping you, you know, you send a text message to coaches on Sunday night then shoot a text message to your recruiting coordinator. Here, coach, here's all the, or if, if you call him coach, um, kids call me coach all the time. I haven't coached in four years. Um, but uh, if, if you know, then shoot them a message and say, here's all the schools I just sent a text message to. Here are all the schools that I just emailed. It, like, let people help you with the process, right? Um, and, and I tell I t- every single parent I talk to, every single athlete I talk to, I can help more if I know what's going on. If I don't know what's going on, it's really hard for me to help. So every athlete that CCs me on an email, I know which coaches they're reaching out to. So I can help them with that communication piece. I can help them, um, you know, if they're sending it to the wrong coach on that staff, right? Um, I, you know, I have some friends that don't check their email. I have some friends that really, really do. Um, and so I know who to, you know, who to send those messages to maybe a little bit, um, better and can help athletes do that. So, but be sending emails, even if they're, you know, quote unquote, not great, perfect emails, it's okay. Touch points, contacts, ping, like we've got to ping coaches more. Um, we've got to get in front of them. You've got to get your name across their phone, across their email more. Cause this, this recruiting world that we're living in right now is different and weird. Um, and, and, and coaches are going to go watch the athletes. They're going to want on their screens cause they can't go watch them live. And, and I think this carries over under normal circumstances, right? But now coaches, it's going to be, it's going to be harder for college coaches to go watch the athletes that aren't pinging them on their phones and in their emails. Okay. Um, cause though those athletes are going to be right in front of them and they're gonna be like, I need to evaluate this kid. I need to evaluate this kid as best as I can over live TV or film or whatever. Okay. So, so keep sending emails. If you're having a hard time sending more than five or six at a time, it's okay. Okay. I'm, I'm here to encourage you through this process and help you. Um, 
sin five or six and just keep doing it. It's okay. Um, I tell everyone, do not, do not uh, uh, binge on the recruiting emails. Okay. Do not spend four hours sending out recruiting emails. It will drain you. Right. Um, but part that up, do an hour uh, a day or 30 minutes a day um, sending emails. Okay. Um, that, that to me, um, for most athletes is the best way to do it. Some, some athletes can sit there in front of their computer for two hours and do, do nothing but send emails. And that's fine. I don't have a problem with that at all. Um, get them out. However it works best for you. But if it doesn't work best for you to sit there for four hours, sending out emails, then don't do it. Do 30 minutes a day. Okay. 15 minutes a day, something. Um, so send more emails. That will be my, my soapbox for as, as long as I'm doing this, which will be forever. Um, so that is it. Uh, thank you guys again for listening. Uh, my hardcore PRI talk people. Uh, I hope you have a great rest of your week. And remember coaches are people too. Hey everyone. Thanks for listening. If you have found this podcast interesting, helpful, or beneficial, or you're just a huge fan of myself, then please think about donating to the PRI talk podcast. I would love to continue bringing you recruiting advice as well as information on current and volleyball events and your support can definitely help make that happen. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. If you would like more tips, updates, or recruiting assistance, go to my website, privolleyball.com check out my blog or reach out to me directly if you have any other questions you can also find me on social media on facebook and instagram at parallel recruiting initiative if you need specific recruiting help i have a couple different ways i can help you please reach out to me on my website or social media thanks for listening